a lot of people get caught up in this mindset of, well, if I make a wrong decision, I'm on the wrong path. I think there's only one path. And all of the decisions lead us right back to our path. Our job is just to shut out the noise so that we can get on our path. In this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Welcome to Stand Out Be You. I am very excited for to have our guest that's on today. She is an abundant strategist, an intuitive life coach, and she's on a mission to help women heal their relationship with God, self, and money. Benair, welcome to Stand Out Be You. Please fill in the gaps for us and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank you so much for having me on. This is absolutely an honor. Uh, So as you said, I'm an abundance strategist and intuitive life coach. And essentially what that means is that I help heart-centered entrepreneurs change their mind about money so that they can manifest abundance, monetize their brilliance, and manage their cash flow while increasing their impact, intuition, and income. It's pretty amazing because we do have a little bit of a stigmatism towards money. Why do you think that happens? Honestly, one thing that I very often say is that people treat money like sex. It's Mm -hmm. something that we don't talk about. There's a lot of shame around it. A lot of us don't have healthy relationships around it. And we normally don't reach out until we are in a situation just like sex, really. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a comparison. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell me, how did you start in all this? How did it all happen? Honestly, it was God ordained. I never imagined that this mm-hmm. is where I would be. I started in finance when I was 15 years old mm-hmm. and I worked in banking and investments and I went to school for social work thinking that you know I, I've always had a heart to help people and so I wanted to make my mark on the world and I didn't know then that I was an empath mm-hmm. and so during practicum I worked with a young girl who shared some really heartbreaking details of what was going on. And I said, you know what? I'm way too sensitive for this. Let me run back to finance. (laughs) And so I ended up working in finance for about 15 years, but I always had that part of myself that really wanted to give back in a meaningful way. And I felt that my role in investments was just to help make rich people richer. And so about seven years ago, I started coaching And at that time, I was working specifically on personal finance. So helping people, again, heal their relationship with money, but more from the perspective of budgeting and savings. And I realized that being broke has nothing to do with your bank account. And so me really desiring to help people make last 
and not just learn how to stick to a budget. And then once they deviate from that, they continue their money problems. You know, a lot of people think that the reason they're broke is simply because they don't have money, not realizing that there are a whole lot of broke millionaires out here. And so my goal really is to help people change the way that they interact with money and the way they think about money so that they can have holistic abundance in their lives. Yeah. One of the things, and I'll tell you, Benir, is you can catch some of her Facebook lives. She is quite (laughs) colorful on her (laughs) But one of the things that I loved when I was looking at a few of them was that you brought up positivity. And one thing is I've always been labeled a positive person, Mm -hmm. but I always felt like, why aren't other individuals positive? But you really gave me a light bulb moment because you said, Positivity is not a thinking type of situation. It is a feeling. Can you Mm -hmm. dive in deeper? So I think that a lot of people, and that's one reason that I married the intuition piece of my business. A lot of people have this misconception that if you think positively, good things will happen. Mm -hmm. And they are generally happy people until life happens. And then life happens and hardens them around the edges. And a lot of those positive people start to be jaded. A lot of times positive people are also sensitive people. And so we deal with a lot and it starts to weigh down on you. I personally have always been a positive person, but I also suffered with depression. And it's really hard to be positive when your brain is tricking you and making you feel like you're hopeless. And so... I realized that positivity is less about what you think and it's more about how you feel. It's about really getting connected with what's going on inside of you. And I mean, let's be real, life is not all unicorns and rainbows, you know? And so Well you are... actually said on there that we <laughs> are around parting glitter. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. <laughs> But, you know, it's true because a lot of times I find that people use positivity in the same way that they use spirituality. They try to bypass what's really going on and say, oh, well, don't worry about that. Think positively. It'll get better. Well, when that's not matching how I'm feeling, it's really hard to keep my mind aligned with that positivity. And so for me, it's more important to shift your energy. And so that means doing things that make you feel good. So then you can shift your thinking into something that aligns with feeling good. And, you know, in another uh, Facebook Live, it ties into that because you mentioned honoring your feelings, Mm -hmm. really honoring your feelings. How does one do that? Because you have manifestation. What is that? Go a little bit more detail of what that means and what it is. So the... To answer your first question, honoring your feelings, essentially it means simply holding space for it, allowing yourself to feel how you feel. So often we are taught that if you feel, it makes you weak. And so you're not supposed to feel, you're supposed to think and do. And that's how a lot of folks in situations where they have to feel a lot of things they don't want to feel because they never allowed themselves to feel while going through the process. So Honoring your feelings really is simply acknowledging how you feel, examining how you feel. Our feelings are here to give us messages and fear. A lot of people really try to make fear out to be the bad guy. Fear simply is a messenger. And so it's about honoring 
how you feel and making space for it. Uh, but to answer your question about manifestation, I am a big believer that we are always manifesting, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Manifestation is simply your thoughts and what you focus on coming into fruition. Mm-hmm. And so one of the main things that I teach when it comes to manifestation, it's really simple. The Bible tells us that it's ask, believe, receive. I've broken it down just a little more. And that ask is clear and focused intention. Believing is having unwavering faith. And receiving means that you have to do some action to get into position to receive. And when it comes to feelings, I'm sure that my tribe is so tired of me saying this. So this probably is about time 1 million and 500. You don't get what you think you get what you feel. And that's why it's so vital to make sure that your feeling is aligned with what you want, not necessarily just what you're thinking. Yeah. And you just mentioned your tribe. So you are out here and you're doing your thing and you're making an impact. Why? Why are you wanting to make an impact with individuals? The short answer of that is it's just who I am. I want to say it's my calling, but I feel like it's deeper than that. It's not even just a calling because you can choose not to answer the phone. For me, it really is who I am. I live and breathe this. Um, Manifestation is a lifestyle for me. And as a result of a lot of the things I went through in my childhood, I am a survivor of sexual, physical, emotional abuse. I guess now I'm being that person that I wish was available to me back then. Yeah. And that's a little bit of what we spoke about with Standout BU. It's really Mm -hmm. us reflecting back to our youthful selves. Definitely awesome. Where do you see this happening? Like, let's say an individual, they're completely new, and I know this has happened to you, to wrapping their mind around this type of strategy. How do they get started? How would one start to wrap their mind around manifestation? Manifestation really is simply the art of self-mastery. A lot of people now, you have folks who will sell you spells and they'll sell you crystals and all of these things you can use, but they're just tools and tools mean nothing if you don't know how to focus your power and your energy to use it. And so manifestation really is about mastering yourself, getting out of the habit of doing so much. Because we are really great at doing. Most of my clients are high achievers. They already are seeing a lot of success in their business. So Mm -hmm. by all accounts, why do they really need me? But the Mm -hmm. problem is that we get stuck in the hustle and we never learn to flow. And so I think manifestation, how to get started with it, is really to get into the flow. Again, going back to what you said before, honoring how you feel if there's blocks, I talk a lot about money blocks and manifestation blocks. And essentially that means anywhere where there is not clear flow. And so one block that I had much of my life, because we grew up poor, you know, I was born in the projects in New Orleans, and then we moved to Seattle to the projects. And I watched my mom really build her career. I was there when she bought her first house. I was there when she rented her first house. And so One block that I had was that it took hard work to be abundant. 
And so I carried that over into everything. I was a straight A student. I was the top of my class. I was in every extracurricular activity. I volunteered for every ministry at church. I was always busy and I was always doing, but I didn't know how to simply be. And I got to this point where I realized that I was hitting a wall and my doing was not giving me the results I wanted. It's easy to do when you see the results, but it's like I was doing and I felt like I was aligned with what God told me to do, but the results just weren't there. And it was because I was trying to control. One thing that my mentor taught me that I will never lose is that creation is not control. So our job is not to control the situation. And yes, we are co-creators, but part of co-creating is allowing. Mm-hmm. And so manifestation truly is to get clear about what you want, get clear about the life you want. Even that for me, I feel that us finding clarity and really choosing this ideal lifestyle is really just us aligning with purpose anyway. Yeah. And so Not what we were supposed to do. Co- correct. <laughs> so us getting our vision is really just aligning with the creator's vision for us. And so once we really get aligned with that, everything flows to you naturally. Yeah. When you're in position, it's like you take one step and God is like, okay, I'm going to bring the door even closer to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. My father mm-hmm. always said, listen, I know you're trying to do your plan, but there's a plan yes. out there for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and even with that, I am a firm believer that, you know, because a lot of people get caught up in this mindset of, well, if I make a wrong decision, I'm on the wrong path. I think there's only one path. Yeah. And all of the decisions lead us right back to our path. Our job is just to shut out the noise so that we can get on our path. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get rid of the noise so you can run yes. back to the right path. Yes. Sit within yourself. Sit yes. within yourself. And it's so true. And Veneer, it has all to do with energy. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everything Even when you're is connected energy. with people because people, believe it or not, they are part of your, I would say, manifestation and a part yes. of your plan. <laughs> yes. You got to figure out if that person is a part of the right plan or something that you can <laughs> get back to the right path. But it's energy. Yes. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Everything is energy. And something that you just said, I think is really powerful that it's the people, it's the connections that are the manifestation. I do a manifestation challenge a few times a year in my group. So far, we've manifested over $500,000 and everyone is so focused on the money. But I pointed out to the group this past week, have you noticed that none of the money just fell into your lap from the sky? Like you didn't find a tree with money. Yeah. It's the connections that bring about the abundance. Totally correct. And when I work with clients and getting them started and trying to just make a change from what they're, the path that they're already on, that's one of the things I say, money is just an object. You know? Money is just access. Yeah. The key is what do you need access to? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you with trying to get an individual started uh, you know, in this direction and believing in themselves and mm-hmm. manifesting what is actually supposed to happen for them? Helping them get over focusing on what they don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I teach in my courses is that you have to focus 
all of your attention and energy on what you want and none of it on what you don't. But I find that so often we've gotten what we don't want for so long Mm -hmm. that we're manifesting from our fear instead of manifesting from our faith. Mm -hmm. And so I think the biggest shift is helping people start to focus on the life they want to create. One question I ask in my consultations is tell me 90 days to six months from now, what does your ideal life look like? And a lot of folks tell me all the things they don't want. And I'm like, but that's not what I asked you. (laughs) And so I think that so often we're stuck on the things that we don't want. And then we wonder why that's what we continue to manifest. Mm -hmm. Well, what you focus on grows and the thing that you resist persists. And so I think of it, I always give the analogy of a dog chasing you. Mm-hmm. When you run, it's going to chase you. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> instead of running from the thing you're afraid of, walk boldly towards the thing you want. Yeah. That's one thing is fear is a huge setback for individuals. It's so funny, even as a mom, and, and I, I don't know if the moms may uh, kind of wrap their hands around my throat here, but I have my children just do things. And my mm-hmm. husband, I was like, what? I'm like, because they need to do it. So that they know that the fear was not even anything in the first place. Mm-hmm. Fear really, it's an unknown. And Absolutely. you don't know how to face it until you actually do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me um, ask you this. So with your tribe and the manifestation and everything that you're doing, what do you feel like at the end? What is the biggest gain for individuals when they they finally line it all up and the universe, everything is in alignment for them? Mm -hmm. What is their biggest gain from doing this strategy? It's funny that you ask that because from the outside looking in, it would seem like the biggest gain is money. But I tell my tribe all the time that I just use money because when I try to talk about healing, people didn't want to hear me. So (laughs) I use them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so I'm just going to use the money to get you in the door. Um, And I've had clients make tremendous wins. I had a client less than 60 days working together. She had her first $20,000 launch. So the money is certainly there. The lifestyle change, absolutely there. But I think the biggest win is when it finally clicks for people that they are allowed to live the life they desire. I had an exit interview with a client yesterday and I don't often cry with clients, but she had me in tears. She said that she finally feels like she is allowed to live her purpose. For so long, she looked at other people who were walking in their purpose and she looked at their accolades and their education and all of the things they had that made them equipped. And she felt that she wasn't part of that group. And so after working together, she finally realized that she's called too. She has purpose and she's allowed to live her dream just like everyone else. That to me is more important than however much money anyone could ever manifest. Yeah, yeah. Do you see, Veneer, that individuals are afraid to make mistakes? Is that one thing that's holding them back is, is accepting that mistakes are going to happen? And those mistakes are okay. Do you see Mm -hmm. that as something that's holding individuals back from going down their right path? Um, I mean, I definitely, by and large, certainly see that Mm -hmm. as one thing that holds people back. I think with 
the people that I work with in particular in my process, I would say no, simply because it's more an art than it is a science. And the mistakes, one thing that I firmly believe is that everything is perfect. Yeah. This moment, this journey, this experience is perfect. And so it's not so much about getting to this place where we don't make mistakes, but it's about finding the perfection within the mistake. I can think about a whole lot of mistakes I've made in my life. And those have been my greatest lessons, honestly. Would that be accepting the imperfections then? Absolutely. Because that's one of the things, like I, I say that we can be perfect, but we are also imperfect inside of the perfectness. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly flawed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let me ask you, where do you see all of this going? What do you want for your tribe, what you're doing, your program? What do you ultimately want for it? What do you see happening? For my tribe and for the people that I directly impact, my goal for them is for them to recognize themselves as co-creators in their life and realize that they have the power within them. Like the video that you referenced earlier, fire your guru. You don't need a guru. You are your hero. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if I can help more people in general recognize that, that certainly is me fulfilling my purpose. As it relates to entrepreneurs, my goal is to help people realize that you can work in your passion and you can do the thing that you love and you can live an abundant life doing so. Just because you chose to do what you love instead of doing quote unquote what you're good at and what makes a lot of money, what has you away from your kids and your family, Mm -hmm. you can do what you're passionate about and what you love and have the life you dream of without sacrificing that for the path that you're taught you're supposed to go. Yeah. Personally, I guess my goal for all of this is I just want to be that secret weapon. Yeah. Um, that's actually what a lot of my clients call me, but I want to be that person who is behind the scenes, in your corner, cheering you on and giving you the tools. But I realize the greater this expands, the more I don't want to be seen. <laughs> yes, yes. As I'm doing this podcast. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I will tell you, your tribe also, one of the individuals inside there, and I pulled a testimonial here, and they said, you are a light bringer as well. Mm. Because you allow them to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Wow. <laughs> that's powerful. And that's, wow. that's a huge, huge towards you for doing it because you're impacting lives. Even if it's one person at a time, even Mm -hmm. there, but you're helping the community. So tell me, how can individuals get in touch with you? How can we find you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will link everything in the show notes as far as I know how to find you, but where (laughs) can we find you? I am, of course, on Facebook and on Instagram. Well, don't check my Instagram. I don't have a whole lot on there, (laughs) but definitely on Facebook, uh, Benir Pierre, Intuitive Life Coach. You can join my tribe, Mastering Manifestation with Benir Pierre. It's a free group. We actually right now are doing a 60-day challenge through the end of the year. It's Mm -hmm. called the Million Dollar Money Shower Challenge. So we are manifesting a million dollars before the end of December. And if you need more personal help, 
then you can definitely schedule a call. Um, and that link would be bit.ly slash Pierre, B-E-N-I-R-P-I-E-R-R-E. Perfect. And again, listeners, I will link all that in the show notes for you can, so you can get in touch with Veneer. So Veneer, before we end, I like to do a little bit of what I call personality questions, okay? Okay. It's like a round of them, so get Let's ready. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first one is, what would you today tell your 10-year-old self? Hmm. <laughs> so the first thing that comes up for me is you are loved, mm-hmm. but I think that she needs to know I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very sweet. Very sweet. And then this one's a little bit different. Okay. What animal would you be and why? If you could be any animal. An eagle. Wow. And why? Easily, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, well, why? Because I already am one, but... <laughs> Um, one thing that I love about the eagle is that when there's a storm, all other birds go to the land and they ground and eagle flies above it. Wow. Very awesome. And what's the farthest city you've traveled to or been to, um, from your birth city? I was born in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. the furthest U S city or it can be around the world. Okay. Um, so that probably would be. Belize. I don't remember what city I was in now. Okay. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I've been there. I travel a lot. So I love, I mm-hmm. love to get around and travel. So tell me what's the story. And I asked this because my mom blessed me with my name, Tequila. So it's been so okay. much behind my name. Okay. <laughs> this life journey of mine. So I'm like to ask other individuals, what's the story behind your name? See, honey, I know that these are supposed to be light and fun questions, <laughs> but you are certainly asking for some shoes. So yes. <laughs> my name is Benir Amor Pierre, mm-hmm. uh, which means blessed love. And part of my testimony is that I was abandoned at birth. And when my mom had me and she put me in a duffel bag and put me in a hole. Um, She actually prayed that someone would find me and take care of me. And she named me blessed love because I was her blessing. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Simply amazing you. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I guess I should clarify my whole life. I thought my name meant blessed love. I later found out uh, because I learned French in school. I found out my name actually means to bless love. Um, And I think once I realized that distinction, that's when I realized my purpose was to serve and not just to be blessed. And now you're manifesting it. Yes. (laughs) Vinair, it's been an amazing pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing with us. And again, listeners, I will link everything and where you can find Vinair in the show notes. And do you have anything else for us? I just want to say, believe that you can do it. Mm -hmm. You literally can do anything that you put your mind to. And so whether you believe you can or you believe you cannot, you're right. Yeah. There you have it. She just left us with those words. So until next time, everyone, chat soon. can either tell your own life story or have someone else tell it for you. 
It doesn't matter what time of year you start to map out your life goals and dreams. What matters is that you started. This is your year to win. Stop denying what's yours by stepping into what it is that you want and deserve in life. It all starts with a plan. And when you have a plan, you can map it and live it. I have a special gift for you to help you collect your wins and begin to do what matters to you most. Go to tequiladoddard.com forward slash gift to grab it. so much for spending this time with me today on Standout BU Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you could take the time to share this episode with someone you think would be touched as well, please go ahead and do so. Or if you know of anyone that has a good story that needs to be shared, then go ahead, let them know as well to reach out to me. Also, if you are motivated to do so, please go ahead and leave a great review. I would so appreciate it. And tell us what you think about what you've been hearing. Also, you can leave me a voicemail by going to tequiladaughter.com. It will help us so much with keeping this podcast going and helping to reach more people. Until next time, remember to stand out, be you. And that you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you.